If you're sick of playing small, and if you're a big dreamer, then you're in the right place. My name is Helena Garrett, and I'm here to give you the juiciest business tips to help you grow and scale your dream beauty business. You can call me your new beauty business bestie. Let's get started. Hello, beauty bosses. I have an amazing guest speaker for all of you today. Her name is Janelle Paris. If you haven't heard of her, you probably have because she's the founder of Lash Affair. And she is joining us today to speak about her story and what the future holds for the beauty industry. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the invite, of course. Um, yeah, so we... We've come a long way as a company, so I feel like it's it's definitely hasn't always been what you see today. So I'd love to share a little bit about my journey in the lash industry and where we're at now, and then where we're hoping to be in the in the near future. I love that, and I feel like on Instagram, like it's so easy to look at someone's Instagram and be like, "Wow, like they're such a built up company." But yeah. then you don't really see like what actually happens behind the scenes. Yeah, totally. And I think that we all do that really in our lives. And I think that's something that we should be aware of. And, you know, it's human nature. We always compare up, right? Yes. It's, it's just what we do. And it's sometimes it's like a little bit evil, but then sometimes it can be motivating. So I feel like um, I'll take it back to the beginning to to really highlight that it is not. Oh, it's I mean, it's I feel like it, if you're doing it right, it never gets easier in a sense. So I was going to say it hasn't always been easy, but it's not easy now. So yeah. I take I feel that like back. It's like bigger problems, like yes. that you're going to have. more problems. Biggie did say that. It's right behind me in my wall. I know you yes. can see that we're doing video, but um, I'll shout, to, shout out to my man. But um, yeah, so I started off early as an esthetician back in 2000, 2003, I graduated. I know that's so crazy to say that date because it doesn't feel like that long ago, but that really was a tremendous amount of time has passed. So started off and I was really hit it hard in the aesthetic scene and I um, was doing makeup full time. So kind of just working seven days a week, full time lash spa. I mean, excuse me, I didn't have a lash spa yet. Full time aesthetic studio, I should say, and full-time makeup artist. And then the second I took my lash class, I was like, oh my God, this is where it's at. That feeling of just satisfaction when you do a service, right? Just like seeing your work completed, it just really does it for me. Still does to this day. So that feeling never went away. So for me, just that impact of being able to offer somebody lashes and that that energy exchange that they would like look at themselves. I and mean, we call that now a lash fair, the lash gasm. But then when they would look at themselves in the mirror and they would have that lash gasm moment was yeah. powerful. Correct. Anyone in the industry can re totally relate to that feeling of like, wow, shit, that's awesome. So it just really happened naturally for me to be able to just like kind of move a hundred percent over to lashes. It just felt right. So, you know, when I'm throwing myself into this industry, I'm learning it. It was very new at the time. This is like 2009, like beginning of 2009. So it was very early on and, and it, there wasn't barely any, I think Instagram started that year. Cause I remember going out after doing some sort of event or class, might have even been my lash class. I'm at my friends for drinks and they're like, oh my God, down, download Instagram. I'm like, ah, like I didn't even want to do it. I didn't even want to do it. So that's where that was at. Right. So I don't know. I definitely lack 
I lack in the beginning of, um, or I lacked in the beginning of when like the social channels came out. It just was like, I don't know. It was definitely interesting to me at the time, but forever grateful, of course, because it yes. helped me grow my business fast. So I started diving into all the companies that were available at the time. And at that time, it wasn't that many. And, you know, I would reach out and I just didn't get really like a nurturing response and not that like you have to be coddled by any means. That's not what I'm saying, but it was really just the customer service aspect of, you know, not really being given the tools to understand how to work with the product. I really could just be very clear. And as, as an example, I would call, I would have questions about the adhesive and it was kind of like, oh, it's your problem. Sorry, can't help you. And that's what we're kind of ended. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just don't really think there was enough conversation, if any, about product in the beginning. It was all just like, here are the lashes, here's the product, but like no information about it. So it's I'm from DIY. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But it's like a makeshift DIY, but you just came from a class, but then you're kind of doing DIY, right? Yeah, you're like, wait um, a minute. A, certif a, certif <laughs> a certified DIY, yeah. if that's what you want to call it. But, um, you know, I feel like I'm from the Boston area where the weather is very polar. So like in the summer, it's like super humid and hot. And in the winter, it's extremely dry. So I would have two different experiences. And I just didn't, I, I didn't understand that in the summer, it, why my lashes weren't lasting. It was like very gummy, the product. So obviously my work suffered on top of being new, you know what I mean? So then you have to deal with all these issues. And I'm like, God, that really lit a fire inside of me where I wanted to help people. Like I want to help new people, right? I wanted to help new people have a better chance at being successful, right? Because it's like, we talk to so many people still in the regular new artists that they're, they're like, oh my God, I was this close to giving up until I feel like I got that little bit of knowledge that you just gave me. And then it kind of changed the course of, um, you know, those, my, uh, what am I trying to say? Changed the way I just basically did lashes and operated my, my steps, my procedures, whatever you want to call it. It just, it helped me be better. Mm -hmm. um, when I had mentors at the time, right? Like the people that I looked up to that helped me be better. So of course I, I want to help other people be better. Right. Yeah. So that to me is really the driving force behind really everything we still do here today yeah. is, you know, every, every reason for me to start the Academy and do what we do was based off a reason that I had a bad experience. Does that make sense? Where it's like, I don't want people to feel as lost. Of course, you're going to feel lost in the beginning. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Cause you're, because, you're a newbie. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of it. Like, that's we, normal. I, first, yes. I encourage that because it's like, if you don't mess up a hundred times, how are you going to know when you do it? Right. So I feel like there's value. There's not even some value, that is the value, is like the learning process, right? The practicing, that's where you hone your skill. So to like te even teach people that, give them a little bit more knowledge about their product, that's a, a game-changing conversation for people to be like, all right, I'm gonna give up. And I'm like, okay, slow down, take a step back, take it easy, really focus on what you're doing, right? So yes. that's why we get really granular in our courses. That's why we have... I think it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's the best because I hate that term, but I think we have superior customer service in our company. So that's all because I see the value in not, 
or, or I see the value in having those tools when you're new versus not having them. You can either develop bad habits or just not have a good understanding of what you're doing or what you're working with, right? And that's a problem because I think the clients suffer. So long story short is everything we do here is to combat a negative experience or it not even have to be negative, just a subpar experience that I had when the industry was new, right? just really trying to take everybody um, under our wing. I don't know if that's aggressive because <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to take the whole world, the whole lash world under our wing, anybody that's new. But we really just try to do our best to help as many people as possible. Because for me, I um, I just think there's nothing better. It's It strengthens our industry. We all are elevating it together. You know what I mean? Just like the more lash artists that are out there that have um, a stronger sense of what they're doing, I think we all benefit in this industry, right? The more clients have better experience, they're telling their friends that they're having such a better experience that grows the clientele pool and then leaves more room for more artists to just come up and everybody will have enough um, clientele to go around. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really is what we are in this together. And I know that sounds cheesy and a little woo-woo, but it, it, it is true though, right? We're a small community and I think we're only growing and I think we're going to grow stronger if we're all on the same page as like what good practices are, right? Yes, education too. Yeah. And totally. and you know, customer service. Like that's the base of our whole industry. And if you don't have all of those things in sync, yeah. something's gonna fall apart. Totally. Right. So I feel like you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? And it's like if yes. we're looking at that as the community, I think it's just important that we look out for each other, we give each other information, we help each other. Cause I like I said, it helped me when I had a mentor when I was brand new, when there wasn't, you know so much stuff on the on the internet that was readily available like it is now it's like and and i feel like we're such um you know we're nurturing a group right we all get into this yeah. industry like estheticians and either cosmetologists and we are in these treatment rooms and i feel like we do sort of really thrive in those in-person environments because it's like you know you get together with your lash buddy and you're just like jiving information off each other and i think that's awesome that community aspect can really excel your career so I feel like getting out there and networking is super important, but um, I just went off on a little tangent. So I'll just roll back. It's such a good tangent though. Like I'm like, keep going. <laughs> do that. I just do that. I get so excited. And that's just kind of like my personality over here. But we, um, we started Lash Fern. It was really just me as a one person show for a while. And then I had a girlfriend at the time. Um, she was helping me out with sales. So we were just, you know, two person team. And, and during that time I did, this went on for about two and a half years. I did all the packing of all the orders. Cause it was like, we started the company out of my, out of my house at the time. Yeah. It was like our second bedroom, put the store in there. And it was like oh, yeah. all the, bins from ceiling to floor and we had a I had a little ladder and I would like you know go up to the top bin and you know big packing table and you know I used I used to use like a shit I think it was like shipping easy or something like that and I'd print my labels and I frame the product in these two big sacks every day to the post office and that that was cool right of course yes. as the company grew it became unmanageable very many yes. <laughs> orders that you could pack in yeah. a day when you're doing um, customer service, meaning anytime the phone would ring, 
Oh yeah. Cause you're wearing all the yeah. hats now, you know, yeah, emails, just really all the things net really at the time. Like every time I wasn't packing an order, I was on social media or networking. I was emailing, I was DMing people. I was, you know, searching the internet, who can I market with or network with and help market my product and help, you know, them grow. And I just feel like, um, it was really overwhelming for it got, it got to be overwhelming, right? Because nobody wants to live like that. Of course you have to, when you're a startup, figure it out and do a lot of things yourself. But at the time I was like, okay, I think we need to do something about the, um, the shipping portion. And then, so we just slowly started to build from there. We had, um, hired a couple more employees after we moved to Arizona. So we relocated right during this period of time where, um, we just feel like we felt, excuse me, when I say we, as my husband and I, Mm -hmm. we felt as, um, you know, business owners, we, we had to pick a spot to live in that was like really friendly to businesses. And if you know anything about Arizona, they're just, it's really good to have a business here, right? And the weather's amazing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Not to mention just quality of life, right? Being from the snowy area, it just got to be a lot, right? And I think it started to affect me more because I'm I'm like, all right, now every day, I'm I'm basically, I have this shipping company, right? I'm, you want to call it a flash brand, but I'm I'm in the shipping industry. You're literally shipping. Yeah. Doing shipping. It's, that's not as glamorous if you say that. It's like, oh, I want to start so. a shipping company. Everyone's <laughs> laughing around, but like, what does that really mean? So I started to be affected by weather and all of these, you know, things that were happening on the East Coast. So I was like, okay, let's take a hard look at our lives. And we always kind of wanted to move. And so we chose yeah. Arizona because it's a great place to be. So when we moved here, we hired um, a few people. So I think it was like three people for the, it was like one and then it was two and then it was three and that kind of happened within the next six months. And then now we are a team of around 30. We like kind of lost a couple of people with COVID and mm-hmm. things just evolved and, you know, our business plan changed a little bit. So we kind of right, right now hover around 30 people. So at the time we had, um, do you guys know what, or I should say you, right? But you guys, everyone who's listening, are you familiar with like um, spaces and all these kind of like work share? There's like a ton of them. Like we work, depending on work, what yeah. company or part of the country you're in, there's different brands or whatnot. Um, so we, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Cause it's like, all right, we're new to the area. We yeah. were wanting to search for like the perfect commercial space. Cause we knew we wanted to have, um, studios. We wanted to have an Academy. We wanted to have a conference room. I mean, you need a lot of space for these things. So yeah. right now our space is like 8,000 square feet, 85, and maybe it's almost nine. It's, it's, it's big, right? So that takes time to search. So that took about a year or so to figure out a where we wanted to be and then just slowly start to scale the business here right so now um we are in our forever home in our oh i mean i shouldn't say that who knows this might not be for our forever home we yeah. might upload this building i don't foresee that due to the fact that so many things are are remote now yes Right. Where we originally wanted to have, like, we have um, what we call the bullpen. Now it's outside of my area. It's like all the cubicles, right? They're super cute cubicles, but we have a ton. There's like 25 of them. So we're like, all right, we probably only need about half for the people because we have offices and conference room and we want to like make it more of like a fun place to be. So we're actually thinking about um, like strongly considering um, really pushing actually to make that happen. It's kind of getting rid of those cubicles and making like a lounge area where there's like low couches and beanbags. I love that. Yeah. So Martini I, part. 
I'm not well we have the academy we totally have that yes. we have drink action going on but we have a beautiful um common area in the um, building community like the complex that we're in we're right in paradise valley the weather 80 percent of the year is so beautiful we yeah. have this like outdoor tables and stuff so it's like i want to promote our people to have lunch outside to go and everyone has a laptop and a in a um a desktop so it's like you know we, we constantly are moving around the offices yeah. moving and you know working in different spaces just to switch it up and switch switch gears throughout the day so it just made a little bit more sense even to kind of make that into like a lounge is really it's weird so much fun because I feel yeah. like even with people working remote and even when like people are like beauty owners are starting to scale their businesses and they're looking into like yeah. this in the future you don't want to lose the fun and the creativity, you know, of totally. being an entrepreneur where like cubicles, it's like, no, let's get rid of those and make this fun. Like we're still in the yeah. industry. Like this isn't like, yeah. you know, corporate America. Like this is still like a fun environment. It's, it definitely is very corporate though in that sense, but it's not. So it like, it is, but it isn't right. We're like, this is still an office. We have tons of meetings and there's like things that have to happen to make an office function. So like, I do see that there is value in some of that, but to your point, like, let's keep, we're not, whatever, we're not doing taxes. We're not lawyers. Like we're lash yeah. people and helping lash artists should be fun. So we have um, a good blend of that here. And that's kind of the culture that we want to have at Lash Affair, right? Where we have, you know, a ton of different personalities, a ton of different, um, just, career opportunities of course that's in and of itself but yeah. we give our people flexibility where you if you want to work from home if you're working on a project and you don't need to be with the team so we just want to create a really fun place for people to work so that's kind of where we're at now is we have we have our team it's awesome and we want to grow the company with the people we have now and you know hire from within and still continue to create amazing products for people so right now um you can't see um, right behind me, I'll, I'll show you maybe after. We have a ton of products that we're launching this month, within actually this month and the following month. Actually, we just launched it. The official launches today. Oh, really? We launched yeah. yesterday. Yeah, we launched we launched yesterday on our app, which we have a new app, which is fun because again, we're trying to really get to know our our community, right? Our people. Ninety six percent of people, even I'm sure beyond our, our customer base, function and, and work on the phone. They're always on the phone. They order on the phone. They're not reading emails on their desktop. It's very few people do it on the desktop. So I'm like, okay, well, if everybody does things on the phone, we should have an app, right? I to make it that. Oh my gosh. I need to download it. Like girl, <laughs> download the app. Yes. You get 20% off your first um, purchase in app, but we're also going to be launching our products here like giving people like exclusive deals we have a really nice reward program that we're doing to like double the points with shopping so like a real fun interactive experience where we're rewarding people for shopping and whatnot because that's i function like that like i'll oh yeah the points shop yeah i only shop for i'll just use my travel as an example where i'm like a maria bond boy and anytime we do any sort of traveling we book through them because they reward us mm -hmm. so yeah we got some fun things going on in the app and we just want to make sure that we're really keeping it fun and really like growing with our our, our customers right so i know that that's my preferred shopping so we launched we launch our new products there and make it um make it an easier faster checkout too like you can save your cart 
check. I mean, who doesn't want to check out faster, right? It's like, you know what you want, boom, get in, get out. So in between clients too, you know, it's just so easy because I feel like at least for me during the pandemic, when we were shut down, I didn't realize how much stuff I did during the day, you know? And I feel like we're still trying Mm -hmm. to get back into the group of it where it's like, how about we just build this community, you know, build the app, make it faster and make your job so much easier as a lash artist to actually do your craft. Like that's amazing. It's easier. Yeah. And it's fun. And like I said, people really enjoy uh, ordering from their phones and working from their phones. So again, trying trying to provide solutions that are um, not always product related. Right. So that's fun. But yeah, we have um, some new products that we're launching. One of them where we was kind of, both of them actually about a year in the making. And then Mm -hmm. there's another one that's not even close to being done. I'm happy to send you some samples to see um, how you like it, get your feedback. Yeah. Because we want to hear from our, our people. We want to hear from our community. Like I think this product's amazing. I feel like it's a solution, but that's something that I always want to, um, pride ourselves on is just like listening to feedback, changing. Like I don't want to ever get stuck in my ways with anything. Right. So if there's something that you feel would be an upgrade to it, we're just all ear. We're, we're all ears here. So please, we're always down for um, feedback. It's good or bad. So I just think that anytime that anyone wants to give you feedback, there's that you should listen and it's important. Right. So, yes, and um, better. so yeah. I- and Okay. Yeah. No, I, I was just like, I think you were breaking up for a second. Um, yeah. So all the products that we're coming out with are like solutions for problems that we've been hearing about in our industry. Like how can we make this experience a little, a little bit better? So um, I'm thrilled. So yeah, that's really what I do really all now um, with my time. Well, I mean, not all that's really intense. I have my hands in sort of everything at this yeah. moment where it's, you know, social media team where it's like, you know, marketing team where it's like emails, if it's working with my assistant, really, I work the closest with her when we're currently working on all new product launches, all new product packaging design. So really breathing some life into our current aftercare line. So everything's got a makeover. So it's still a lot of creative stuff, but it's not specifically lash, doing lashes all day. Cause I do miss doing lashes, right? Where I do my cousins, I get to do, you know, the internal team, like if we're testing product and I want to just try some things, I like grab, you know, either my neighbor or one of the girls. So when I do it, it's definitely like once or twice a month, I'd say, which is not a lot, but it's just, I zone out and I feel really good. It's almost like a reset. So I just love my hand. (laughs) It is. It's the roots. Right. And then of course, you know, with one of the products we're launching, like I had to use it and I had to like do a full set and I had to communicate with my client, like, how does this feel? How about now? Sort of thing. So I, um, yeah, so I still have my hands in it and I love that we have the studios here. Um, on the right, on the left side of the building, we have treatment rooms where I now get to feel connected to the, to the, we call them guests at Lash Fresh Studios, but guests, clients, mm-hmm. I still get to feel that client connection because, you know, the lash artist, um, we, that's one thing actually that we do here. That's pretty cute. If I don't say so myself, um, we have this TV and that, that bullpen sort of area I was telling you about with the cute cubicles that we're going to make into the lounge. We have this TV where we throw up really like fun quotes or really oh, positive, positive reviews, you know, little, sometimes they're funny quotes that we, we just say to each other around the office, like funny statements. So we share those 
quotes from the guests. Like the guests will leave a five-star review and we'll pop it up. And it's just the, to hear them describe their experience makes it, I don't know. I feel like I'm in the treatment room again. I don't know, because I just look at this company as like all my baby, whether or not I'm doing the service in the last room or if I'm talking to the, to the client phone and it's not my customer care team, like I still feel connected to that because it's just an extension of, of what we're doing here, what I built. Right. Yeah. So for me, it's been like, studio side client feedback you know feedback from our five-star reviews from somebody that leaves a product or a, a review about the website and the product uh, that they just purchased or the experience that they have with customer care like it's all good right it's all just i don't know it's, it's like a big dream like your big yeah. dream happening and like yeah this of like you who are listening whether you're like a year into this or five years or who knows when like, don't let go of that big dream because literally like your face, when you were talking to me, I could see it in your eyes that like you're living your dream and you made it reality. And yeah. I feel like some people are scared of that, you know? It's, it, well, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. Like I always like to keep it real because it's like, mm -hmm. I don't find that it's realistic for her to be like, everybody, oh my God, you're achieve your dream. Like a lot of people don't, right? A lot of people take chances and they don't succeed. Where I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about, um, I feel like they were talking about Beyonce and he was like, yeah, of course Beyonce would sing yeah. after a dream. She succeeded with people that don't. Not to be negative, because that's not negative. I think everybody should. If you feel passionate, go for that shit, right? You never want to have regrets. But just know, like, there's a lot of successful people that try business, a lot of different businesses and they don't work out. So that, that's part of that, right? So it's like, you should have a little bit of fear in you, but not too much where it's going to prevent you from moving forward, right? So it's like, have a realistic amount, right? To, to, oh, yeah. to, so it's not so like heartbreaking if, if something doesn't make it, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, like, I don't ever want to be like overly positive because like life isn't overly positive, right? It's not, the world can be hard. So, you know, there's, it's, it's like a roller coaster, right? With anything, there's ups and there's downs and there's good days and there's bad. And there's some days where I'm like, fuck, this sucks, yeah. right? Like, then, it's not a good day and that's okay. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, in reality, we're like, it's just, you, you can't sign up for it thinking, A, 100% this is going to be successful or B, 100% of the days are going to be great. That's not an entrepreneur's life. Like a lot of people, you know, Gary Vee, I'm a big fan. He's well, like, I failed more product or I failed on more projects and more things than anyone. So it's like, that's not negative. That's just reality. Like not everything works. Right. And I think sometimes, especially where the whole concepts are on the lash brand. I think that a lot of people do give it a go, right? And a lot of people sh realize shortly thereafter, it's not as glamorous, right? Cause now you have a shipping business. Uh -huh. That sounds different than having this lash brand. Now you're in customer service and you're shipping products like that. Sometimes it's not fun when you deal with lost packages. And, you know, I always like to say- Or, or customers, you know, and yeah. clients that you're dealing with. Now it's like, Yep. and your people and your community and you exactly. have other issues differently than your clients exactly you know and I and I always try to I don't want to say pay it forward but I just feel like um for instance like if I call a company right mm -hmm. and I am talking to a customer care representative I'm try I try to be very kind 
I try to be nice. I don't call up and like, where's my package and act like it's their fault that they lost it. Right. But you know, people have bad days. People try to take it out on other people. And I just feel like we all need to like realize like there are human beings on the side of these things. And it's like, sometimes we're just all just learning and everyone's trying to figure it out. And I think a lot of people, most people have very good intentions, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, we all should just kind of keep that in mind when we're interacting with other people, right? Like, definitely, you know, just be kind, right? So there were some experiences when we first started Lash Fair where I just like, didn't know better. Like I didn't know enough to give the appropriate response. Like I was never rude for sure. That's not what I'm saying. But I feel like now the way I run my business is a lot different than five years ago, right? Cause I've learned through experience, right? So again, these are all things I like to teach up and coming business owners. It's sometimes they're big and sometimes they're small where it can, you can get caught up in the moment and so involved in what you're doing. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's hard sometimes when you're, when you're trying to do all the things, especially if you're trying to start a lash brand and you're wearing all the hats, like it's, you can be stressed and stuff and not make great decisions, but I'm here to tell you things will get better. Acting from stress doesn't make it easier, right? So if you do want to go after your dream, take it in strides, realize like, if you need to ask for help, ask for help, man. Right. There's nothing wrong with not knowing something. And I would say, like, especially in our classic courses, like, or even in our volume courses, people come in and we teach them we, what we think is basic information or what I, in Lash Affair, would think basic information on shipping or whatever. I think that's basic, but as somebody that's new, they don't know. And how can you be mad at somebody? Like, if they don't know, they don't know, right? Like, you sh that's not a negative thing. If after you teach them and then they revert back or don't have respect for the process, then they know that's different. Right. But it's like, we should all approach people that are doing new things with kindness. Right. Cause it's not easy. And we're all just trying, right. We're all, all just in the same boat, just trying to keep a flow and just, yeah. yeah. So be kind to one another. You know, I just feel like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if you are trying to start a brand. Like I always, say to people like I'm here to give you to give you advice and it's not always going to be what you want to hear right yes. I'm not going to be like oh my god it's amazing girl go after it like yes that but also this right so I always think not being too one-sided about anything is important right it's like be super positive I'm not saying go at it in any sort of negativity but also be positive but realistic right mm -hmm. right if it's not working for you maybe Maybe, maybe that, um, maybe the, the thing that you thought you wanted to go after, or maybe your dream, maybe that wasn't really your dream. Maybe you just, all right, I started that out. And sometimes you don't know until you try. Right. Yeah. So try, I'm always a fan of trying. I, I, I believe people should take, take the leap. Right. But then also just know when it isn't working or if, you know, you just we're like, oh shit, that isn't what I thought. Right. And then there's nothing wrong with that. Right. That's the beauty about life and working for yourself and taking chances. And you can just pivot at any time. I've, there's been some two, 2000 or two, was it two, 2000? Oh my God. 2020. <laughs> relax. 2020 was a year of pivoting. Right. And it showed yeah. us 
think a lot about ourselves and what we want as a, as a business owners or mm-hmm. even just what we do for a living or what does your family life look like, right? I know a lot of people are like, all right, I have two kids. I thought I wanted to have four, but now I'm home. So maybe I'm relooking my family life. That's what I mean, where it's like, all right. It's just showing people like life is very unpredictable. And I think having a business is very unpredictable too. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I just, I just really want to give people that if you are considering that, like that little tidbit where it's like, it, if you're doing it right, it never really gets easier. Right. If your dream is big. Oh yeah. But I don't know. I think that, I think anything is possible, but also it's hard too. Right. where it's like, what is, I was listening to Gary Vee yesterday and he was like, talking about entrepreneurs and how there's just this misconception of like how, how it's easy and whatever, whatever. And he's like, you're asking to live a 1% life, right? Essentially, like you're asking to be financially um, free, free. You're asking to be able to do whatever you want with your time, whenever you want. There comes a lot of sacrifice with that. So, you know, it seems like, all right, what I'm posting online nowadays, I'm in my office, I'm cracking jokes and having fun, which I've always done that. And I will continue to always do that. Don't get me wrong. In between these posts, I'm like, you know, working. I always say like every couple of, um, not a couple of minutes. So like once an hour, I like jump on social, watch a funny animal video. Like we, I walk around it's cause you can't, I don't know. I just, I just believe in the light because you get like, so, I don't know, so obsessed over, you know, the numbers, the next thing. And like, you have to enjoy the progress and where you're at today in order to even move forward and to be that 1% or to create your own lash brand or, you know, to hire your employees or to fully get booked up like it's always going to be hard but that next level is going to be harder so it's kind of like I look at it as you know if you want to get to the next level in your beauty business you have to complete this one you know and you have to be okay with these problems and these successes and then move up yep it's very true like uh, you just said something that reminded me of um this saying where it's like everything hard just choose your hard you know not being successful in a job and just working you know not to put any if Again, it's all about choice. If you want to work at a flower shop, making $10 an hour for the rest of your life, and that makes you happy, you should do that. You know what I'm saying? If that's, if I just love people like that, simplicity is amazing, right? So just, I don't consider like having a building and having this company, like that's not the pinnacle of success. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just something I wanted, but if that's not what someone else wants, I look at their low key life, that's successful. Just yeah. doing what you want is successful, but not having, you know, or, or taking taking the route and being financially free uh, or being an entrepreneur, that's hard. But also like being in a job that you don't like per se yeah. and not having a lot of money that you want, that's also hard. So, yeah. so you get, you get the, to choose your hard. So it's, it's, it's this illusion like, oh, if you pick this route out, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be easy. Like, I don't really think anything's easy, right? You're going to find a point in your life where like you're like okay this is challenging and I think that that is exactly what you should be doing is challenging yourself but also finding balance doing things that you love you know and just being honest with yourself that not everything is easy yeah I love my I love my life I love what we're doing here but I'll be the first person to say it that not every day is great most of the days are right I don't know that's it love that so much yeah 
I don't want to take up too much more of your time because I know that you have a few things to do, but thank you so much. I'm going to be putting all of your Instagram links on there too. Do you have a link for your app? We, we have, a, um, we just in the app store, we have a landing page, which I can send you um, the link to the landing page that you can download for either Android or iPhone. So I will send you that. I'll write myself a note, I have my little notepad, um, because I have so many things going on that like, I have to take notes and, um, if I don't, I will not remember. That's just how I'm I the same way. Like I have notebooks on notebooks and like notes on my phones for literally every category in my life. <laughs> I God love my assistant. Like I'm at the point where I, I had to get an assistant at the company because I was like, I'm doing way too many things. Yes. Way too many. <laughs> where, and, and you start to like not do them well. Yes. So she's been a blessing to me and truly. And, and I just want to leave anybody with this. If you are interested in starting a brand, you're going to need a team. Yes. Where I think a lot of us as lash artists, we were more solopreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I think that they don't realize that that section of your, that choice requires you to be an entrepreneur and having a team. So there are, there is a difference there between an entrepreneur and a solopreneur where a lot of us, because we're artists minds, we like to work on our own. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's like part of who we are. So again, I'm always here to answer any questions that you guys have if, if you want to know a little bit more about my journey, but um, that's it. I love it. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope to maybe have you on my podcast someday yeah. and we're going to get you over to HQ to see your, um, so you can see our, our big space that we have. I'd love to host you here. If you're ever in, in Arizona in the vacation too. <laughs> yes. So make a plan, head over, grab your Idaho gang, and then we'll we'll take you guys out, show you how this palm tree life, palm tree cactus life is all about. I think I might stay there if I do that, but. <laughs> Listen, more people in the community. I love it. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much.